Welcome to The Wrong Side, the podcast where we talk about controversial happenings in pop culture to help make sure you never find yourself on the wrong side of history. Today we're doing a shallow dive into theories that have been flooding the internet. Britney Spears' latest post on TikTok, and the conspiracies that Wayfair is involved in child trafficking. How's it going, Emily? Audrey, I'm, I'm ready for this one. The last episode, I know I admitted it then, I'll admit it again now. I'm not a huge YouTuber, and I felt like I was very much the student in that one. And not saying I'm still not the student in this one, but I'm, I feel ready for this episode. Yes, I think you'll have some good takes. And also, I'm, I'm glad to not get cotton mouth. no time there was no time for water last episode absolutely none and also i was fully (laughs) hydrated though i was so dry and (laughs) i started to really hear my vocal fry and i actually just do do you know about vocal fry isn't that like what singers get no it's like um (laughs) i mean it is i think anyone i mean it's not it's just not exclusive to singers Oh. But um, it's basically the, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to fucking butcher it, but it's when you <laughs> kind of get that valley girl where you start to lean like too much on your, like where you kind of get down here where like you're no longer like using your diaphragm or whatever, like your, your Whoa. breath. And that happens to me super, super bad, especially when I get like a little, a little tie tie. So a little sleepy. <laughs> But towards the end, like, when I was listening back, I was just like, oh, my God, this is horrifying. Like, I, I can't imagine that anyone would want to hear me speak for 67 minutes or however long. But anyway, we're working Wait, on wow, it. wow, I've never noticed that. The more you know. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so so which, one, which one are we going to start with today? I think we're going to start, you know, a little more lighthearted. So we're going to cover um the whole britney spears on tiktok conspiracy so um i'm not sure if our listeners are you know active on tiktok but that's what you have us for we're we're doing the hard research you know i average around 45 hours a day these days <laughs> so, my average yeah. screen time has been 10 hours lately so just a little plug for myself there someone said help thank you i love that but so what we'll do is just really quickly talk through um what happened to Britney Spears? What are we talking about and why is she trending, you know, um, on Twitter and what's going on with Britney Spears? So on July 3rd, Britney Spears posted a TikTok to her account with the caption, holy, holy crap, my floorless, (laughs) my floorless, send help for Britney and Audrey. Yes, it's my vocal fry. My florist surprised me today by making the flower arrangement all different colors. Just had to share. And so then she like puts her flowers in front of the camera, you know, for like three seconds. And then the rest of the video is her just walking in and out of the frame. Did you see the TikTok? Oh, immediately. I saw it. It showed up first on my page. And the first comment that I saw, the first comment that really caught my eye, I still think about to this day. And the person was like, this is exactly what my microwave sees when I'm like heating up some pizza. <laughs> I'm just walking that's back really and great forth. Way to visualize it to our listeners as well, because that's what it was. No, it perfectly described it. I was like, this is exactly whatever food you have in the microwave sees as you're just kind of bouncing back and forth and just smiling at it. You ready? 
Oh, not yet. Okay, I'll be right back. All right. Oh, how about now? Still no? All right, sounds good. I'll be back. What was really sad about the TikTok was that not only was it really confusing and, and actually a little bit spooky, you might venture to say, because you're like, what's going on? The flowers weren't in the TikTok again, so it really begged the question, what you doing, girl? And the funny part was when she would go back and forth, you could tell that she wasn't making cuts from every time because you could see her shadow like on the wall, even when she exited the frame, just waiting a couple more seconds to get back into the frame. So yes, it was so creepy. Yeah, and it got um, 10 million views, 90,000 comments, like it was trending. And so then after that, a TikToker named Moonwalk Mars posted a TikTok, which itself got like 7 million views. And he basically was saying, you know, everybody shouldn't be laughing at Britney in the comments because she's actually in danger, you know, and he was saying that she has no rights and has been fed way too many antipsychotic meds um, to make her, quote, submissive to her handlers, end quote, and cannot do anything without permission because of her conservatorship. So everything about the rumors, like, of her being, you know, held captive and, like, kept like in control using antipsychotic meds those are all conspiracies but it is actually true that she's under conservatorship conservatorship um, for the last 12 years under her father i believe and that makes it really really sketch a lot of people have been saying that the black mirror episode ashley O was based on britney and her whole situation which is like this whole entire conspiracy the final crazy thing about this story, wait, what? Well, no, the whole Black Mirror thing really destroyed me because A, I'm just a huge fan of Black Mirror, but second of all, or B, however <laughs> I'm listening <laughs> off these points, one and then B, um, it really destroyed me because I feel like when that episode came out, everybody was just like, oh my gosh, Miley is in an episode. That's so exciting. And then I'm on a roll came out and it was a huge popular song. And I'm like, what if that episode was actually put out to try to help Britney? But we all became so obsessed with the fact that Miley Cyrus was in it and we got all swept up into this great new song that it didn't actually do any, any work in helping her. I don't know. That's like a side conspiracy theory, but yeah, maybe like their intentions just didn't come through there but yes it's been a known thing that she has not been in control you know it's just very clear it's very scary so the other weird thing that I wanted to point out was so the video that we were just talking about was her in like a yellow tube top um going back and forth with her flowers and in the previous video she which was also a weird ass video because they all are because she's just acting so out of the norm like I, she just seems out of it but in that video one of the top comments was if you need help wear yellow in your next video and then she Dude, wore yellow I'm like not okay with that I'm not okay with that and you know all the people will be like well we're just choosing to make the connections and make us go crazy because that's what people are saying about the Wayfair stuff too and I'm just saying I don't know about that and another thing, another, another conspiracy theory in regards to this whole topic is that her mom, Britney's mom, divorced her dad and literally supports the Free Britney movement. And she has been seen liking posts 
supporting it, which blows my mind even more. And I'm like, I did not know that. We need to, we could do a whole other separate episode just on Britney's dad. It's really sad. And I encourage our listeners, you know, before TikTok gets banned to get on I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Every day I open it and I just say a quick prayer and say, please protect this precious app. Like you can have my information. I like, it's already everywhere. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's on LinkedIn. Like why TikTok? It's crazy how much, I mean, I don't, that's a whole other thing too. That's an entire thing about TikTok. And there's, so my For You page, we're digressing, but really we covered everything about Britney, but we will talk about maybe who's on the wrong side because actually let's just say now. Sir Spears. Uh, the father. <laughs> the father. scene. Now moving on to TikTok for a really Back quick to intermission. TikTok. Yes. They have a lot of our data. It's a little bit uncomfortable, not going to lie, but I'll let, you know, the FCC decide. Is it the FCC? Sure. Commercial, or what is it? I'm just going to do a little federal. Okay, but can I just say... Let's not pretend like we have to know everything all the time. Federal Communications Commission. So now nice. I definitely that, learned about that in college. I learned about that in the J school. So uh, FCC ban. Okay, so I don't know who would ban TikTok. That's what I want to find out. Who Audrey, would- I have. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have a great idea. What? I think now would be an incredible time to start a Vine 2.0. We need because TikTok is going to get shut down and people are going to say, oh my gosh, RIP to my creative outlet. Where do I turn? Boom. We create a new app that doesn't hack your information. Okay. Well, first of all, TikTok, I mean, fine. I thought you were going to be more excited about this. I'm heartbroken. Emily, I have a hot take. I want your tea. I want your opinion. So first of all, Vine um, would not be new because it was once created. So there's that. No, the other no, thing- but I said like Vine 2.0. Like it wouldn't be Vine. It would be something like Vine. We I could just, call it wine. Let me get my hot take in real quick though. I oh, actually sorry. might venture to say that TikTok is actually quite superior of an app. However, TikTok is so interesting. We have a lot of time. Like the Britney thing really came and went, you know, so <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> we really figured out who's on the wrong side there pretty quickly. So getting back to our Vine conversation, because I really want you to hear this take. Yeah. It's not, uh, TikTok is a superior app. Vine, you know, you look back at Vines and... It sort of is kind of, I would actually say, it it reminds me of when you put music to an otherwise average Joe video. Like, say you take a video from your your memories, you know what I'm saying? Like, from your phone, you go back to 2014, it's like like downloaded from Snapchat, and it's like horrible quality. But then when you put music to it, like, say you put some sort of, like, song by the 1975 or, like, fucking July by Noah Cyrus, and then all of a sudden Ooh. it becomes, like, alternative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm really kind of yeah. on something here. 
that's kind of what Vine feels like, where it's like, we're all just like romanticizing Vine. Like in reality, 2014, like that moment was actually just like me, like trying to take a Snapchat next to people so that it looked like I had friends, so I could put it on my story. Do you know what I'm trying to say here? I just think we really romanticize the memory of Vine. But I do have to say that a counter argument could be summed up into two words here, and that is one, Sean, two, Mendez. And that is my counter argument. What do you even like? What? <laughs> Sean Mendez got discovered on Vine. Okay. And so that's huge. That gives the app like 500 bonus points. Um, Addison Ray, Charlie. Like, okay, Addison Ray, I'm hottie. sorry. So sorry, Addison, if you're listening. I know we have a lot of listeners, so I'm worried that it might make its way to her. But I am not a fan. No, I mean, listen, we're not, you know, we're, we're old and crusty and it makes me sad. Like watching Addison Ray makes me, it actually genuinely makes me sad for the person that I was when I was 14. How do you feel about Charlie? Charlie is interesting because I feel like she isn't very problematic, but I'm like, there's something under there. There's got to be something. I don't love that how involved her parents are in TikTok. I get weirded out by that. I do too. But then it's also just like, you know, Emma Chamberlain got her start by like telling her parents, like, I don't want to, like, I think she did homeschool for like the last year of high school. And then I don't think she went to college and she's making fucking millions and partnering with Louis Vuitton. Like, what if that could be my kid? I don't know. But I agree. It's just like, it's fucking crazy that- Charlie has 50 million and counting followers. Like, oh my gosh. I can't imagine that pressure on a 15-year-old. I can't even wrap my head around it. And she's been on every show you could ever think of. She, like, I think she was, she was what, on, like, Jimmy Fallon not that long ago with J-Lo. I'm like, I can't even fathom that. And yeah, the number of people that follow her and the number of people, I always crack up because whenever I get on TikTok, people will duet her videos and be like, okay, so all she did in this video was a three second dance and I got 2 million likes. And so I didn't realize it was that simple. And then they'll dress up in the exact outfit and do the exact dance and it'll have 200 likes. But she, yeah, I just, I think it, their family is super interesting. And I think I agree with you. If I was a mom of a kid like that, that had that sort of a platform, absolutely. I would be supporting them. I just don't like how the parents have their own TikTok channels yeah. and you did I just call it a TikTok channel? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. My mid twenties are showing. My mid twenties are showing, but no, I just don't like how I was stalking her mom's TikTok actually earlier today, which is concerning. And she was like posting videos of herself walking out to their pool and just being like oh there's charlie like look there she is and charlie's just trying to get her tan on and i'm like all right mom like quit quit being such a thirst trap you know like this is her moment she's doing just fine you can chill a little bit yeah i agree i actually um was just thinking about that too because dixie got really popular off of charlie too and it's like I'm sure they're all happy. Like, they're all making bank. Are they happy, though? Because sometimes I don't want to be happy. happy. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's great for Dixie. I'm happy for her <laughs> for getting a fucking single. Um, anyway, we kind of diverted because here's the thing. Vine, you're right. Vine created David Dobrik. 
but it also created Logan Paul. So, you know, we have, we have our Every rose has its thorns. <laughs> but I just think that Vine was something that existed in its time and will never exist again. And I'm really happy for what it brought to our lives. And I'm also happy for what TikTok became. TikTok is so crazy to me, though, because do you remember, like, for the full year that we would get uh, sponsored ads on Snapchat of people doing weird shit, like, uh, Mm -hmm. because I guess it was Musical.ly, and then it changed to TikTok, and everybody was like, what the hell, like, what is this creepy, like, cult app? Like, I actually felt that way. I was like, how do they have all this money to advertise to me constantly? Because I don't like it. I'm never going to die. It was everywhere. Yes, and it got to the point where you would get the ads and you'd be like, I'm actually angry at these people for advertising to me so much, so I'm never going to download the app. And then, you know, here I am fucking reporting on it on a podcast, so they got me. I have to know, this is my last question about TikTok, because again, yeah, I was not expecting us to go off like this. Um, (laughs) What is the weirdest, you know how they have little niche areas of TikTok where people will say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made it to blank TikTok. (laughs) What is the most niche area of TikTok that you've made it to? Um, Today I was on Cape Cod TikTok. <laughs> it was a it was a TikTok of and it and lately my for you page has been serving me a lot of like lower like like fresh content instead of stuff that has like millions of likes or whatever. So this one only had like three thousand likes and it was the the background song was like the Dorime, I live for that song. And then she walks in and it's an Airbnb and there's like a picture of cod. Cape Cod brand potato chips on the like fridge in this Airbnb and she like zooms into it and then she opens the freezer and there's two bags of chips and one bag of frozen cod in the freezer and it's the Cape Cod chips (laughs) and I just Uh, how did you make it to that corner Dude, well, I now it's like a joke on TikTok of like, mm. oh, I'm finally on Cape Cod TikTok. Like, maybe there's a TikTok about like a shoe, and you're like, I'm finally on shoe TikTok. Like, it's just a joke to say whatever, whatever's the most obscure thing in the video, you're like on that TikTok now. You know what I mean? I made it, I made it to a ramp safety TikTok, and it was just people <laughs> I, constructing I love ramp ramps. Safety TikTok. <laughs> Wait, have you been on there? Yes. Oh, that the doesn't one, make me feel as special. I've had two ramp ramp TikToks. Wait, what was the other one that I got that was super good? Oh fuck. Wait, I'm so upset. I thought I was <laughs> uh, I thought it was the only one. I felt super alternative. It's okay. You'll be special one day, but not so. Anyways, um, why did we start? Okay, so it came from like the Britney Convo, I guess. So I don't know how to Oh, we talked about if TikTok were to be banned and stuff, and then we got crazy. But anyway, long story short, like, can't they just change the privacy stuff so that it's not, like, as invasive? Because I did see a tweet about somebody who had, like, um, reverse engineered, like, the code or something to learn what sort of data they're, my vocal fry man, data they are accruing. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I know how to rap. And in (laughs) so in TikTok versus Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones, TikTok's the only one that takes 
that huge amount of data. So, data. So, data. Oh, do you say data? It depends on what context I'm using it in. I feel like a bitch when I say data, like a like a mean person. Look at the data. I'll say like, <laughs> look at the data. Yeah, if I'm if I'm saying it like we need to analyze the data, then it's yeah. data. But then I'll say the data showed if it's if I'm trying data. to be serious. That's weird. Yeah, I never thought of that. Data. The data. The data. This is going to be great to listen to. Yeah, we're... Oh, wait, okay, so uh, who's on the wrong side here? Uh, the FCC or TikTok? <laughs> you don't even know. Because there's also conspiracy theories that, like, Trump wants TikTok to be banned because it's all the Gen Zers are, like, super fucking woke on there and stuff and, like, like coming up with all those pranks to... <laughs> I love the tweet that was like, prank for President Trump. Everybody registers to vote, and then we all vote in November. Yes. This okay, is, so... I'm sorry. This is a political... This is a political account. But this... this I'm sorry, but w- it, there's nothing... Wrong. I'm, I'm going to keep that in the epi. You just got so close to the microphone. <laughs> I'm going I'm to keep that in the episode. unless i decide to cut it out later okay so basically we're not sure who's on the wrong side but all we can say to wrap up this little tiktok segment is that we hope it stays okay so moving away from tiktok we're now going to dive into the whole wayfair conspiracy so basically conspiracy theorists were trying to say that the site or third-party sellers on the site were secretly part of a child trafficking ring. Mm -hmm. And of course, as all good theories do, it started on Reddit. So basically how it started was a user posted a screenshot of these really high priced cabinets and they were listed on Wayfair's website. And some of the names on the cabinets were the same as the names of missing children. And so then of course, everybody started popping off and Twitter got involved, which is how you know things are about to go down Mm -hmm. and then as soon as wayfair was reached out to for comment wayfair removed the cabinets from their website which maybe seemed like a good idea to them but it was not a good idea for the rest of the internet highly suspicious yeah um and there were like all it there was a screenshot of basically the same looking cabinet but they were all priced semi-differently like one was ten thousand nine hundred ninety nine, one was twelve nine ninety nine, one was eleven nine ninety nine, and they all looked the same, had different names. So there was a lot of speculation about this, and there were several other pieces of furniture being sold. Like there was a set of zodiac pillows that were being launched into like the high crazy ranges of like those closets, and it was happening like across the site. So, but the but to address your first point, Emily, about the the f- names of the different cabinets being names of missing children, people made the point like, well, you could search any single name, and it will come up with a missing child because there are four hundred thousand children go missing every year. You know what I mean? And but people were saying, yeah, no, these are like less common names than Julie and Sarah. Um, and stuff like that. So that's what makes it extra spooky, which I agree with, but also it's easy to 
make the excuse, well, you could, which isn't a happy thing to say that, oh, well, you could name any female name and it's probably the name of a missing child, like, isn't exactly a consolation, but okay. Yeah. And it just, something that really got my attention is if it wasn't, no, that's a weird way to start it. Something that got my attention is if (laughs) child trafficking wasn't interesting enough. Okay. So something that I found wild was that people started searching Wayfair's SKUs and they were searching it on this Russian search engine and these pictures of little girls started popping up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I dove in so deep into the depths of Google trying to figure out what's happening here, what's going on. However, somebody that was trying to calm everyone down did say that the Wayfair's SKUs start with the letters SRC. And apparently there's a Russian modeling agency named SRC Models mm-hmm. and they have children models. So that could be a coincidence. Again, I hope it's a coincidence, but it definitely doesn't help their case because what if they knew that? What if they knew that there's SRC models and so that's how they're hiding their SKUs? That's so sketch. That's incredibly sketch. And and here's the thing, like there's been a lot of discussion on Twitter and everywhere that people are talking about this where it's like, "Oh my god, like this is so ridiculous. Like you got you people are so crazy." And there's no way this is a thing. And it's like, yeah, like, I would love to believe that. But 2020 has proven to know no bounds. And I'm not ready to throw, like, I would rather be the crazy one that thinks maybe there's something suspicious going on here than being like, oh, no way. Because, you know, we all saw the capabilities of powerful people, like, with this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Like, I refuse to not just hear things with significantly damning evidence and then just throw it out in the garbage like this thing was spooky and it was crazy how it went totally um mainstream like everybody on twitter like nobody gives a shit because we're all losing our minds in quarantine nobody cares we are sounds psychotic because it's like we are ready to take everybody down right now we are ready to light those fires and get get involved yeah like nothing is off the table this year so or ever again probably so yeah and oh. i just i oh <laughs> Go ahead. i just i totally i to- again i am <laughs> not even gonna it's good go on <laughs> like i I think I already briefly mentioned this, maybe. But again, why did Wayfair have to go and delete these items? I think even if on their, in their minds, they were saying, oh gosh, you know, we just don't want people investigating any further because we know this isn't true. Just take them off the website. But it totally makes them look sketch. It totally makes them look sketch. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm glad you said that because when I was doing my own little deep dive on this matter, because it hurt me inside and I needed I too needed to just find answers and get on Google so the lady who made the response like the Wayfair response said um it was like the statement sorry that said that they were accurately priced um and that was the value of those items which is like such a weird cop-out like you're actually gonna what do you mean the value of that cupboard 
was $12,000. Like, what do you mean I was accurately priced? So the interesting thing about that too was because when I was doing my deep dive, there were people who reached out like to their friends who were internal at Wayfair who like asked their friends for like a friend comment and then like shared it throughout Reddit, you know? And one lady said when she worked, she worked in at Wayfair and she said that um, Wayfair uses an algorithm to like change its prices based on, I'm guessing, like traffic to that item and like competitiveness. So they can like put things at a lower price if it's less competitive, put them at a higher price if it is competitive, that kind of thing. Like, because you know how Wayfair is like always a discounted price from like the original price. So I'm guessing they like yeah. have been flow through those discounts. So one lady was saying that something wrong happened in the algorithm that caused the prices of those items to spike like really, really high on accident, which is actually a more reasonable like explanation, right? Compared to- Yeah, so why can't they just come out and say that? Well, that's why it's sketchy that she was like, they were accurately priced because why was there one of those same things that was $500 and this one was 12,000? That makes no sense. And here's another little piece of history that we mustn't forget about is the Wayfair walkout that happened last mm-hmm. year in 2019. And basically what happened was there were like 500 Wayfair employees, I think, which is apparently 10% of the company, which is crazy. And they just straight up walked out of the Boston headquarters because they found out that Wayfair was profiting off of selling beds to detention centers mm-hmm. along the Southern U S border. And so yeah. that's, that doesn't help their case here. No, I mean... That was just a year ago. One year ago. Let's cut to the chase, Emily. Wayfair's on the wrong-ass side of history on this one. Wayfair could not be more on the wrong side of history. And let me just say that I was shopping for a bed frame, and I was considering a bed frame from Wayfair. And then this news broke, and I said, well, Ikea it is. Honestly, Ikea is so superior until they have a controversy, and then we'll move on to the next... And then I'm going to Home Depot. I won't lie. Yeah, we're actually, we are going to Lowe's, not Home Depot. Oh, it's Lowe's. Oh my God, I messed it up. Oh, cut it out. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm not a Trump supporter, I swear. (laughs) Oh God, we're getting political again. (laughs) I can't help myself. Um, My bed is from Wayfair, I'm not going to lie. Oh my God, like. And it was an extremely pleasant experience as a customer. So, I'm really just. How can you sleep at night, literally? Literally in my bed that I bought from my hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I think that truly concludes it, Emily. I mean, is there anything else we need to cover here? I mean, I don't think so, but we are going to keep an eye on both of these. And also, I feel like anybody that listens to this will understand how excited we were to talk about this and how into conspiracy theories we are. So the next conspiracy theory that comes out, we're on it. We are. Um, I definitely had a couple people actually request that we get into this Wayfair conspiracy, but it's, it's really quite simple. Wayfair is on the wrong side of history. Indeed, they are. Um, I did just want to briefly plug that we are on social media. Um, our Instagram is at the wrong side podcast. 
and you know we're we're slow on the follower count and that's that's totally fine but you know if you want to hear about the latest news updates when we're putting up our pods what are putting up our pods about covering on the latest news topics um, you can interact with us directly there if you have a request for something you'd like us to cover I also just really wanted to say that because when uh, Emily and I were looking at our Spotify analytics um, there are three listeners from Poland and one from Ireland. Did you see that? So, too? yeah. Oh, we cannot forget about the Ireland listener. And so, yeah, I mean, we're really excited to announce that we are now the number one podcast in Poland. Yeah. But I actually am like, is that real? If you are in Poland and you're listening to this, will you DM us? Because that's so DM cool. us right now. The Wrong Side Podcast on Instagram. So to our friends listening and family, thank you so much for tuning in. And to our listeners in Poland, again, please DM us. And we cannot wait to meet you soon. See you next time, guys. Bye.